everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. <laughs> Were you waiting for me to fill it in? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I knew, so I kind of just didn't say anything. <laughs> okay, uh, today is going to be your favorite topic. It's related oh, no. to gardening. Oh no. Since what you've been doing recently. Uh-huh. So tell me, what is daikon? <laughs> <laughs> what is daikon? Um, so did you know if you put it in soup, it makes it sweet? <laughs> so Lynn uh, has has a uh, any opportunity she wants to share this daikon fact with me that if you put daikon in soup, it will make it sweet. So now I am I am spreading that knowledge uh, to everyone. But but I myself never put daikon in soup because I don't like the smell of daikon. But it does make it sweet once you cook it, though. And you the the smell of the daikon goes away. Okay. In any case, what is daikon? <laughs> uh, daikon is a uh, big uh, radish. Um, the dai of con is actually like big. The big. It's it's the big boy. Um, or girl, I don't know what gender radishes have, uh, <laughs> if any. Um, but uh, it's it's a big it's a big radish, usually at least a foot long and like two or three inches in diameter. Yeah. Um, but it can get longer. Like you can get a very big daikon, um, and uh, it's generally only seen like it's a big white radish. It's not spicy like a. European red radish would but be. But it does have that smell. It does have that smell. Like it's it is a radish, so like they are related. Um but it's it's not it's not as spicy. It has a like a hint of spiciness if you have like a fresh one that happens to be spicy, I guess. Um it's a hit or miss for me, really. Mm-hmm. Um so, uh big radish uh I think you can harvest it in one year, but I'm not convinced based on my own experiments. Um <laughs> Uh, what else can I say about this? <laughs> it makes your soup sweet. <laughs> it makes your soup sweet. Um, so there's, uh, the, the big radish, the big daikon, uh, you can usually get it at, uh, most Asian markets. Like they, it will be available there. Um, it's also available at some like American, uh, markets. Like big chain, but it's a hit or miss. It's a hit or miss yeah. there. Um, what you'll never find though, is the greens of the daikon, at least in the States. Um, like we, I guess, decided, oh, this is not edible and get, it gets thrown away. I can tell you from firsthand experiences, my caterpillars love eating all the greens on my <laughs> daikon because there's no more greens. Uh, and the poor daikon is like barely surviving. Uh, but uh, apparently the greens are edible. You can like put them in stir fry and it works just like watercress and oh. all sorts of other uh, greens, bok choy. Okay. Like anything that you could use those greens in. Uh, you can use daikon uh, greens in. Okay. Uh, generally speaking, they're about as big as the daikon itself. Like, <laughs> as much daikon you have under the ground, you have uh, green on top of the ground. So there's plenty to to use there. In fact, you can keep trimming the greens and use them maybe, while your daikon is growing. Maybe that's the best part. So maybe the farmers keep those to themselves and then sell, you, sell everyone else the, the radish part. Because it's not so great. <laughs> Could be. I'm not... I'm not... I'm not a farmer, so I can't tell <laughs> tell you. Uh, and my daikon has not grown large enough for me to enjoy the leaves yet uh, without caterpillars getting there first. And uh, the heat, the California heat. Yeah, and the California heat. So all sorts of like problems that are working against me. But 
I have four, and they're not dead yet, so, <laughs> so I will try hard. Um, so yeah, uh, Daikon. Uh, how can you enjoy Daikon, you might ask? Uh, there's all sorts of ways. How do you enjoy Daikon, Dimitri? Oh yeah, like, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, so, uh, my favorite way of enjoying it, and, uh, if you've, like, at this point it's no surprise that I like Japanese stuff. Uh, if you've ever gone to Japan or you've gone to a Japanese uh, restaurant and did not get the usual like Japanese stuff that's available, sushi, tempura, yada, 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 um, but you get like a steak or something or a fish, oftentimes it's served with uh, minced... Grated. Uh, grated, di- yeah, not minced. Uh, grated daikon. And there's a special plate uh, that has a lot of little bumps made out of ceramic. And it is like the perfect plate to mince a lot of daikon. Like you take Great. the daikon... Great. Uh, <laughs> mincing it is not great. You grade it um, by like rubbing the daikon on the ceramic plate with lots of little spikes. Um, and it turns it into a fluffy mush. Yeah. Um, and this fluffy mush uh, is actually quite refreshing because it's mostly water. Um, and it's oftentimes cold to the touch. Um, and it has a, a very slight spicy like undertone. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Lynn, it has an odor that I am unaware of because I don't. It's not really use my an nose. odor. It's more whatever a radish smells like. It's, it's a fragrance. That. Yeah. Okay. I'm just not used to eating radishes. That's why mm-hmm. I've never had radish. <laughs> I think that's partly because <laughs> I can't stand the smell. <laughs> it's a feedback loop. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you grate your, your, not mints, you grate, grate your radish. <laughs> the words are so confused in my head. Um, so you, you grate your radish, um, and you end up with like a small bowl's worth, like if you grate an inch or two of it, you end up with a small bowl's worth of uh, radish pulp. Yeah, I, I pretty guess much that's, that's what a pulp, yes, yeah. what it is. I guess, I guess at that point you can just put in the blender too and it'll be the same thing. I, it might not be the same thing. Like, I'm thinking if you try to mince it, or you would like end a, up with, like, small little pieces versus, I guess, like, I guess, ripped up pieces. Well, a blender is the same thing, or, like, a no, juicer. No, you're slicing it. Uh, like, a juicer. Juicer would probably work. You don't want to slice it, though, because when you slice it, you're breaking up those long, like, when you, fibery when you, chains. But I think when you blend it enough, meaning you're slicing it enough, that it will become bits and pieces. Well, no, like that's, that. that's why I think it's pulpy and nice, is because you end up with long little chains that are all kind of holding it together into a fluff. Whereas if you chop it in like a blender or something, you're going to break up all those chains and you're just going to end up with a liquid. Oh, maybe. Does that make sense? Okay. So I think by using the the special group plate, uh, you're really ripping little strands one at a time Mm. into that pulp. And that's what kind of makes it nice and pulpy. Okay. So... (laughs) Went <laughs> way off topic. Uh, so no, you have it's part a, of the topic. That's, it's, it is part of the topic. So you have your pulp, uh, and it goes great with like a little soy sauce and lemon or ponzu, depending on what you like. Um, and then if you eat that with meat or fish, it's like a great combination because you have the warm anything meat. anything fatty. I think yeah, anything. Right? Uh, not necessarily. Like it's not necessarily like a fatty thing. I would say the pickles that I'm going to describe later. No, but I, I think I think it does accompany some fatty things pretty well. Like even if you do deep fried stuff, it goes mm-hmm. quite well with that as well. Like it's refreshing. That's yeah. essentially what it is. It is. Um. So like, and as I was saying, if you have something hot with that as like the cold, it's a nice texture difference. Um. To enjoy it. Um. At once. So that's like probably my favorite way of enjoying daikon. Uh, if you have that pulpy stuff, you can also put it in, like, soup that you get, um, like, agedashi tofu. 
often has like a big clump of that uh, pulpy daikon. And if you mix it in with the soup, it makes the soup kind of edible. Um, no, the soup is edible. Yeah, well, it's very salty too. Well, so the restaurant didn't do a good job at diluting it. <laughs> um, but it gives you some substance that yeah. when you're enjoying the soup, and it makes it sweet. It makes uh, it sweet, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's great in those contexts. Um, other ways to enjoy daikon is if you are making a soup and you cut like big chunks of it, you can put that in the soup. It after a while of cooking it, it'll almost become like transparent and very soft. Yeah, um, you can eat it, and you can eat it. It's it's quite nice, and in things like oden. Uh, you can, like, that's part of the dish is you get the daikon bits. It's like, a, I mean, you cook it enough, you stew it enough, it becomes like a soft, mushy thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, same thing, kind of like carrots, too. I yeah. Mean, yeah, it's similar. It, I would say it's a different texture than carrots. So if it's you're, much softer If you don't like carrot, the cooked but... carrot, this is not that. Um, so give it a try. Um, and then, like, the final way that you can, you can enjoy daikon uh, is to pickle it. Yep. Um, so there's different pickling technologies out there. Um, Technology. <laughs> my favorite one is to get a, um, what's that called? A mandolin. A mandolin. Uh, and you will cut thin uh, discs out of sheets. your... Yeah, like sheets of your daikon. Um, and they often appear like discs. Well, it's a disc because that's the... Yeah. It's, a, it's a round... Die, uh, radish. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, before you do any of this, please, please wash and shave your daikon. Like, don't... Peel the skin. Pe- peel the skin, yeah. Shave it. Uh, <laughs> shave it good. Cut, cut all those little... I'm sure you can ...dirty bits, huh? I'm sure Yeah, you I'm can sure you can. Um, but, like, the inside tastes Just better. not pleasant looking. Like yeah. That. Um, so, yeah, if you make sheets out of it, then you can go ahead and mix it with, uh, vinegar and sugar. Um, cook some vinegar, sugar, and water, uh, and then let the sheets sit in there. Uh, and then it makes, like, pickled daikon um, sheets. And if you ever have Korean barbecue, that's usually yeah. those white radish sheets that they serve as mm-hmm. a side with the meat. Yeah, they're, like, sweet, they're tangy, um, and that goes excellent with anything that's fried, anything that's fatty. Um, if you enjoy that with it, because the sourness is actually going to help you not be distracted by, like, the, 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 the... fattiness mm-hmm. of stuff. So uh, anytime I, I, like, have a steak, I instead of having... Uh, more like Western types of condiments with my steak. I just pull out my jar of daikon sheets. Oh, and it smells so Oh, bad. it stinks. The Pickled vinegar. daikon stinks so much. It's the vinegar. Vinegar mm. smells so bad. Yeah, so hold your breath while you open up that jar that's been <laughs> that's like... That's been incubating. Incubating. Pull out your slices, close that jar, put it back in the fridge, let it air out a bit, and then you're fine. Yeah. Um, but, but it tastes so good. Um, it's nice and crispy. It's refreshing because it's probably been in the fridge. Hopefully it's been in the fridge. Don't leave your pickles not in the fridge. Um, and it goes great with like meat, as I said, anything that's, that's like fatty steak. Mm. Uh, and then the final thing I know what to do with daikon is to pickle it in a slightly different way with carrots. Um, and usually, usually you julienne the daikon first and there's different preferences here. You can either have big, thick, uh, chunky pieces or you can have really thin spaghetti uh, angel hair pieces um, and basically it just changes how much vinegar it brings with it when you put it on something so if you have the big chunky piece you don't actually have that much vinegar um, that's left over when you like pull it out of your jar but if you have the really thin stringy pieces it like it acts as a sponge basically and you end up with more vinegar so uh, that's a preference uh, for you but then you can put that in like a bun me um, and you can you can enjoy it. 
Yeah, so check out Lynn's app, Not Fa. What a great tie-in. <laughs> not not at all planned this time. Uh, so yeah, go check out Lynn's app, Not Fa. It's all about things that are not pho, like bun mi, which yeah. is which is a Vietnamese sandwich. And bun mi, like, is not a bun mi if it doesn't have these pickles in it. Exactly. Like, you need that fragrance... Uh, to emanate from that mm-hmm. sandwich, and it tastes so good. It's part of the the pro- flavor profile of a banh mi is that you need those pickles. Mm-hmm. I personally don't like pickles, but I don't mind that flavor in there. So whenever I buy a banh mi, I would have them put everything that needs to be in there, like the cilantro, the cucumbers, all the pickles that needs to be in there. And then I go home, I take out all of those things and just leave the meat. And... On the way home, the 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 bread has absorbed a lot of the flavor and the juice from the pickles, so mm-hmm. it left some residue flavoring mm-hmm. to the bun mi. So since I don't eat pickles, taking them out, there's still quite a bit of the flavor profile remaining. So that's a win win. And Demetri gets extra. Yeah, pickles. I was just about to say, like my win win is I get extra pickles in my sandwich, just like, uh, stuffed uh, yeah. with pickles, and I love it. Um, one thing that I just realized is probably helps because it, um, the pick, like, as I said, the pickles go great with fatty things. Mm-hmm. Bun mi has, like, pate in it. Yeah. It has a whole bunch of fatty meats in it. Mm-hmm. That's probably why oh, it yeah. works so well. Like, if you do not have fatty meats, then it's, it might just be distracting. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, since you do have a lot of fat in there, it actually uh, complements the fat super well on your tongue, and that's what makes it taste scrumptious. Yeah, go check out in the in the description below or wherever to the side. I don't know how it works in podcast I don't know places. Either. <laughs> uh, go go check out in the a show link. notes. There's in the all, show there's notes, a there you go. Yeah, uh, on our website at uh, what's our website? Uh, Explain it slowly. Show. That's our website. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I forgot. I was we'll like, we'll have fa? a link to not fa, uh, or just go to like not fa dot app n o t p h o dot a p p. I'm good at spelling things lately. <laughs> yeah, you're so good at spelling. Um, so yeah, check out Nafa. Help support Lynn do what she likes doing. Uh, and it will help us continue doing stuff here as well. So Yeah, spread the words. Awkward sell. Okay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. <laughs> oh, follow us on Twitter. <laughs>